Well, you are listening to Lunchtime Live and Unscripted here on News Talk with Kira. Do get in touch with us. You are the show. If you don't get in touch, it is literally me uh, playing the tin whistle. I don't have a tin whistle, so it's going to be really very poor playing of the tin whistle, but we will just be sitting here. So we want to know what it is you want to talk about. The airwaves are yours between now and two o'clock. Lots of stuff coming in. Somebody wants to talk about brain health. Somebody else wants to talk about the worst mistakes you've ever made at work. Uh, and that's quite interesting because I saw a thing in the paper about that today too, about somebody who served a 5,000 euro bottle of wine rather than a 200 euro bottle of wine when they were a waitress. But uh, ordinary people who don't make it into the newspapers do stuff like that too. But you name it, you name it, we will talk about it because today, of course, is live and unscripted. Uh, if you want to get involved in the conversations here today, you can call Kira on 1890 You can also text me at 53106 at a cost of $0.30. You can tweet us at Lunchtime Live NT or at Kira Kelly Doc, or you can email us at Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. And just one of the things that came in earlier that has caught my eye and made me think that if this person thinks this way, I wonder, do a lot of people think this way? Uh, An email came in to the show. I never really give the names of people from the emails because I'm never sure if they want me to. But someone says, just wondering, Kira, if I am the only one who is fed up of bragging parents. Of course, social media is a heaven for them. But even in conversation, I find myself listening to mums and dads informing me of how talented their children are as if I would be interested. Uh, Humility is such a nice Irish trait and it is being replaced by relentless self-promotion, which is fine for businesses, but not for our personal lives. It is just so boring. I'm afraid I don't want to come on air and talk about this, but if you do choose to discuss this, uh, I would love it because some of my closest friends fall into that category. Um, so what what do you think about that? Is is bragging parents a thing? Is, is it a big deal? Is it worse on social media? Is, is it terrible at the school gates though too? Um, parents droning on about somebody's little Johnny's talent on the piano or whatever. Is, is that a problem? Maybe you are the bragging parent and maybe you don't see it as bragging. I, I don't know. I, I haven't noticed bragging parents, which might mean I am a bragging parent. I'm not I'm not sure if it means that. I haven't noticed it as, as something. I do hear parents sometimes saying, oh God, my kid did this or that and they won this or that. But I think of them as proud. I don't think of them as necessarily like, you know, up themselves or in my face or anything. I think if one of our kids does something special, we're often very proud and delighted for them. But but I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm cutting people too much slack. What do you think? 53106. Are you a bragger? Are you someone who doesn't like being bragged at? Uh, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what to make of it. You, you tell me what you think about all of that. Now, lots of you have been in contact, though, about something that is in the news today, because new research has shown that fewer than half of all littering fines are actually paid. This report came out from uh, an environmental charity called Voice, and it noted that legal costs uh, are about twice the size of average court fines. So they make it very difficult for um local authorities to prosecute people for litter fines because it's going to cost them more to go after the money than to actually recoup the money. So if we're not prosecuting litterers, is that why we have so much litter? And we've talked about litter loads of times on the show, about fly tipping, about people going to the beach or to the canal on a sunny day and there's just crap everywhere. Cans, 
fast food things, plastic, you name it, it's just left there and it's junk and it's ugly and it's revolting and it is bad for wildlife and it's all of that. Uh, one of our texters, Paddy, has texted and said the solution is the confiscation of fly tipping vehicles and penalty points for drivers throwing things from cars. I saw a guy throwing a thing out of his car yesterday and it was, made me furious. And, and someone else says littering, education, education, education. Schools should have a compulsory day every month to have the kids go to the beach or around the school picking up litter and they won't want to litter again and they'll teach their parents. And another email came in and said, I was in school many years ago and we were taught civics where we learned about pride in our country. I now live in Germany where I've never seen anybody litter. It wouldn't even enter their heads. So education, both in the media and at home and at school, is the answer. Very hard to defend against the dirty Irish label when all of this litter behaviour is evident. So is littering a problem where you are? What do you think about the fines? Should we just up the fines so that actually it is worth pursuing them? Or should we bring in community service? I don't know about making school kids go to the beach to clean up the beach after... People who are probably adults who should know better. Should we really get our school kids to clear up after people who I've been thinking of all kinds of unpleasant words for those people that I'm not allowed to say on air. But you know what I mean? Is that what we should be doing? Tell me what you think. And one of our listeners, George, is on the line. George, this story today has got you thinking about litter. Tell me what you make of it all. Hi, hi, Kira. Good afternoon. How are yeah. you? Um, absolutely. I, I texted in this morning when I when I heard it first first mentioned. It's something I've 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 written in, in fact, to the newspapers in the past about. So yeah, I have got de- definite views on it, and I've been listening to what you're saying there. I mean, unfortunately, it's not a, there's not a single solution. Um, but I think anything we say on today, it has to start with whatever suggestions I have. Personal responsibility has to be the first and foremost. We can't expect governments or councils to 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 be the only people to to deal with this so you've already mentioned it i mean uh, i think it's actually you made the point that you know i don't think kids should be should be you know through a school initiative tidying up other adult waste um uh, and i think that you know that's that in itself is there's no point in teaching the kids if if, if the parents is uh, that that would be a missed group. If if, if we're I, just I think the kids taking any litter from the school is okay because that's maybe their litter. But also, that's I don't fine. think there is much litter in the school. But I I, I also yeah. agree with you. I'm kind of going really. We're going to send the school kids because adults don't know how to pick up after the themselves. Message. No, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I, I my my text you know said various things, but I mean, I, you know I think for instance in no, in no particular order. I mean, the bottle return system that certainly used to be. I've been in here. I've been in Ireland now 25 years, but in the UK certainly. You could make very tiny pocket money collecting glass bottles and cans uh, and returning them. Uh, and I'm not sure how the rebate worked, but I presume that, that there was a price put on the bottle and, and, and the manufacturer, um, you know, you, you, you got a refund back as a member of the public if you bought cans and bottles and things back. Uh, whilst that doesn't solve the attitude thing, it certainly is an incentive for people to tidy up their local areas. Um, and gets the manufacturers more involved in, in having a more responsible attitude to the products that they sell that create a lot of the litter. So I think that that needs to be expanded. I think supermarkets need to, uh, there's, a, a, there's a movement for packaging free supermarkets. It's happening more in Europe than it is here. I think there was actually a shop in Dublin is the first to, to um, have a, a zero packaging and, and the customers bring the packaging with them. That needs to become more mainstream. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's, that's certainly something. I think the Tidy Towns initiative could become much wider because, in fact, the Tidy Towns just tidy their own boundary and then expect to get the prize. Um, I think we could do more with that. I think we could make Tidy Towns less George, of a... 
we need to have bigger sanctions though I mean the current situation oh, is a, a litter fine totally. here in Ireland currently there's an on the spot fine of 150 quid which people don't necessarily pay because they don't have 150 sure. quid and then they say oh I'll, oh I'll drop it in or I'll send you a cheque or whatever and then as we've seen from yeah. that report they don't uh, there is a maximum fine of three grand if you end up going to the, the court on it but they aren't usually brought to court so that doesn't happen sure. either should should it should it be a, a bigger penalty should should we have a different totally. sort of sanction of uh, some until, kind yes uh, absolutely until there are significant um until it hurts somebody either financially or or, or, or from a shame point of view um attitudes won't change so i think i think in the same way that tax defaulters are published in the national newspapers so should should other defaulters and if that includes people who haven't paid their litter fine then so be it um, I think until there are some high-profile cases, yeah. um, then then it's never going to change people's attitude. A lot of um, people are so talking about community service. Uh, text come in and says, we most certainly should not be sending children to clear up rubbish after other people. Disgusting thing to propose. Anyone caught littering should be brought to court and sentenced to community service of litter picking. That's not a bad idea. Put those people on the yep. beach cleaning up Absolutely. the crap after other people and maybe they might Absolutely. think twice about being one of those other people themselves. Totally. totally. Absolutely. Um, I think that would be a good idea. Um, I mean, I think until I think the problem is sufficiently big that there should be um, a dedicated um, minister, perhaps within the environment section. I don't know. But I mean, until there is uh, from the very top an absolute recognition that this needs to change, I don't think anything will change to any great degree. Um, uh, I think you could make it cheaper to visit recycling dumps. It is actually quite if you're, unless you're getting rid of just green waste, it does start to rack up the cost of getting rid of wood or getting rid of rubble. Um, even if you are a concerned member of yeah, the public, it is yeah. getting more expensive to, to go to your local dump. And maybe that should so, be encouraged um, to prevent things like, as in, you know, make it, you know, if you're responsible enough yeah. to turn up to the dump, maybe no charge, maybe no yeah. charge, because a lot of the yeah. wooden well, things can be. Yeah, in the UK, the, the again, I'm a long way time since I was in the UK, but I visit family and, and, it's very well segregated and there is no charge and it's run by each local council. But here, obviously, in, in Dublin, I go to the tip in Ballyogan yeah, um, me too. and pay even to get rid of green waste. And if I want to get rid of anything else but green waste, I pay even more for it. So I think that that could be looked at. Yeah. Um, and as I say, I think the supermarkets, um, single use plastic, we have to put manufacturers under pressure because. I think the um, best way to put them under pressure is to leave your plastic in the shop. Just say, do you know what? I didn't want this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask yes. for this cardboard. Yep. I didn't ask for this yep. cling film plastic right. thing with an apple in it that I don't mm. need. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here you go. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of the waste, as we've said before, is, is, is food on the move waste you know people now can yeah. get food and drink in every single corner of ireland uh, and i think if 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 a fast food outlet is applying for a, for a planning consent maybe part of the approval of that planning consent could be around that that uh, business's um, agreement to to have some responsibility about the fact that they their business does create more transportable litter yeah. Most of which the, I, I think there is something in, in the personal responsibility mm. thing though, that you said at the yeah, beginning. I, I totally agree. People, I, and I see, and I'm looking at the text and people say, oh, we need more council workers. We need. Do we really? I mean, can they be no, everywhere all the at the same time? No. Why can't we pick, We bring our waste to the beach? We, we bring our, our, yeah. our picnics or our drink or whatever we're totally. bringing. We bring it with mm. us. Mm. What's so tricky about bringing it away again? What, what, what's, what's missing from the joined up thinking there? Well, that's the enforcement piece that we're talking about. I mean, there is an expectation that, for instance, take electric picnic. 
when there's that aerial photograph that was taken yeah. last year of, of you know, 10,000 tents left behind. Um, well, if the average age of the attendees, uh, they're clearly not the kids that, that we were talking about. They are um, 18 plus or 16 plus. Their, their attitude to litter is obviously you know, not correct. They buy a, a 35 euro IKEA uh, tent from 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 Argos and they leave it behind. Yeah. You know, that's just not acceptable. Yeah, you know? and, and um, that's that. And you know what? They're a lot older than than 16 to 18. The youngest people yeah, attend whatever, the, the picnic. I mean, concert yeah. promoters should there, there should be something from that perspective as well. Mind um, you, they did have a system because I was at EP this year, and they did have a system whereby mm. the plastic pint glasses you got a drink in had a deposit scheme on them so there were kids everywhere running around picking up the plastic they, but that's my point that's glasses my point and earlier, bringing them back and I, I can't remember how much they got they got 10 cent or 20 cent or something and so yeah. as a consequence yeah. that was really good and, and, and it made total sense yeah. and the kids were kind of enjoying it it was like a little occupation uh-huh. and a few quid and all that stuff but look thank you for that yeah. I think some no, great, great points there George thank you for that indeed John is also on the line John you're in Ballymun what's the situation in your locality that was once uh, I think on the list of litter black spots along with lots of parts of, of Dublin particularly North Dublin but h- how is things there now? Well good afternoon um, How are yeah, you? So, t- t- thank you uh, to be honest um, I don't I, I still believe it, it should still be on the litter uh, list the, the black spots I drive through Ballymun every day going to work coming home from work yeah. and um, a lot of what uh, that gentleman was saying there around education um, and uh, council initiatives and all. You know, I still do believe that in Ballymun it's just down to personal attitudes of people. Um, they don't care. They do not care. They just dump the rubbish. Um, whether it's financially they can't afford the charges for the, the bin systems or, or whatnot, I don't know. But there's certain parts of Ballymun, particularly a part I live on, that every day you will see somebody has just literally dumped their black bags of rubbish out onto the street. Really, that bad? Not um, not just not just throwing their takeaway packaging out the window of the car. It's the whole no, sack of it's, rubbish. It, it's the sack of rubbish. Um, there's there's people who do have the bins, the green bins, the, the black bins, and basically the bins are overflowing to the point of the rubbish is literally falling onto the street. But then there is the people who don't use the bins. They literally walk up to the local corner and they basically just drop four, five, six bags of rubbish on the corner. Hoping that the um, council, I presume, will come and take them away. Well, we've been watching it for a few few years now. And the council do come, they do come on the Mondays, generally a Monday morning, the little van, and they, they lift the rubbish. Um, they do have litter pickers uh, going around, um, picking up bits and pieces uh, to try and maintain some sort of... Uh, hygiene look off the place. But it isn't but, just the look because that will draw rodents and vermin well, and seagulls and I don't know but, but well, rats, rats see, is largely see, it isn't seagulls, it? Seagulls are rampant in the area. Yeah. But they're rampant in every area. There was a, a talk a few months back on a, a radio station about culling them and so on and so forth. But yes, definitely the, the rubbers will definitely attract rodents, seagulls, everything. But as I said earlier on to the producer and she rang me, it, it's not just the rubbish. The people are dumping mattresses, they're dumping televisions, they're dumping yeah. fridges. Like, I mean, you go for a drive along the country roads, the back lanes, and, you, you know, on your way out up, up into the Tala Mountains or whatever, and you will see illegal dumping where yeah, people pull up in vans and they just pour everything out. You mentioned it earlier on in the programme this morning, the lads mentioned it. But this is in an actual housing estate. It's actually in an area where people live next door to people. 
And the person next door to the dumper is complying with the, the bins. They're paying their charges, whether they're getting support from social or whatever the person's situations are, I don't know. But their bins are being put out, emptied and taken back in. Their next door neighbour isn't bothering. No. Can I can I ask you, John, are you from Ballymun or you're from somewhere around there? No, I'm from Ballymun, Ballymun all yeah. life. I did move out and I moved back in. And so. can I ask you, do you think some of it is down to maybe, I mean, Ballymun historically has been a sort of a deprived area. There's been a lot of unemployment. There's been a lot of poverty in the area, a lot of drugs. Is it that litter goes hand in hand with a lack of civic pride and if you're from an area that feels neglected or feels forgotten that civic pride is not very high on your list of how you feel about your area is is there something in that? Quite possibly quite possibly but I will say that uh, there is parts of Or is that an excuse? Uh, no it, it's possible there is an element of, of uh, people just don't have pride in, in, in the area they live in in terms of litter but there is a part of Ballymore which are Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You drive into parts of Ballymun and the neighbours within that little corner or that little part of that road or, or uh, a little housing estate um, will take pride. They have their own community uh, um, gardens thing. They, they, they yeah. tidy up, they cut grass bridges, they paint uh, walls and pillars and, and they go around collecting the litter and they clean up their own area. So to say, yes, definitely over the years, Ballymun is being considered a, a, a deprived area and lack of jobs, facilities, lack of community. Not definitely not community. It's a fantastic community, I have to be honest. A fantastic community spirit and always has been. I personally think the regeneration of Ballymun hasn't helped. But I don't really? want to get into that. Yeah, I don't want to get into that debate. So you must remember there was thousands of people. This is only my own opinion. There was thousands of people living in high-rise blocks in Ballymun for years. And to dispose of the rubbish, all they had to do was walk out, open a chute, and drop a bag down. An awful lot of these people, again, this is only my opinion, an awful lot of these people have moved into the regeneration housing structure. Yeah. And whether it's an education thing or whether it's just they couldn't be bothered, they don't really seem to have, uh, I must put it into a bin and I must put the bin out on the road and I must pay for that to be empty. Okay. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know whether it's, Surely down to education. I think a lot of it is just down to they don't care. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. But thank you for coming on and talking to us. That's John there. He's in Ballymun. 53106 is the text line. We're talking about the fact that half the litter fines in this country are not paid. So not only are people throwing litter, but when their fines are not paying the fines afterwards. And is that part of why we have the problem with litter? Do people just not care? Is it a lack of personal responsibility? Is it a lack of education? Is it a lack of enforcement? Is it all of those things? And, And someone has tweeted and said to us, look... We, it's hard to fight against the, the, the tag, the dirty Irish. We were, we were referred to that way when we went abroad, when we went to America, when we went to the UK. People thought the Irish were dirty. They, they, they would sort of smear us with that tagline. But is there a truth in it? Do, do we not seem to have as much of a issue about litter as other countries? You know, people are texting saying you wouldn't see a piece of litter in Germany or Austria. You wouldn't see one piece of litter. And yet we seem to be comfortable enough with it. Edward says, I work in a school every day cleaning. I fight against litter. I would ban all sweets being sold in the school, but the boss says we can't ban it because it pays for the trips and the buses, etc. How can we win? Um, Someone says manufacturers and marketeers need to take more responsibility. Look at the excessive packaging on things like Easter eggs. That's true. Little bit of chocolate in the middle and massive amounts of packaging around it. And Anne-Marie says, Kira, I aim to pick up at least one piece of litter every time I go for a walk. Also, if I ever see anyone litter, I point it out to them and advise them with a smile that they dropped something. That's lovely 
Anne Marie, but you're picking up after somebody else who's throwing it. You'd kind of wonder, will they ever learn? And 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 I and I like this point. Um, someone says, Kira, is it common internationally to give tidy towns prizes for picking up more of their own shite it says, than the next town? Sadly, but also reassuringly, because they're thinking somebody else will pick up after us and we will continue to jump, dump rather without consequence. Is there something in that that all of us do-gooders who go around picking up a bit of litter are just not? making the people who throw the litter sort of take responsibility. Is there is there a, a mistake in those ideas about people going to the beaches and coming home with two pieces of plastic? Should it be, no, I'm not picking up after you. Pick up after yourself, you you loser. Um, Gareth is on the line too. Gareth, what do you think about this litter situation? Oh, I, I care. Um, well, frankly, I agree with all, the, all of the above, but yeah. I... I, I I just think we have got to rethink this. Um, all the incentives are completely wrong. And, and when you talk, when you are talking about litter, you end up in two, in two conversations. You end up either blaming them, and I don't know who them are, but, but them seems to be all the problems in the world are caused by them. It's us. So I don't want to go down that route. Um, the other thing you end up in is a, you know, it's the council's fault when they should be doing this. I think you know, it's a really circular argument that gets you nowhere. We, we, we have to face the fact that all the incentives are wrong. So what I mean by that, and I, I get the, I have the pleasure of living in Ireland and the pleasure of working abroad all over the globe. So I can see differences and I can see things where it's not working and I can see things where it is working. And yeah, I'll give you a bit of an example about behavior. I mean, my eldest brother was in the British Army on the Rhine in Germany in, in the early 80s. When he arrived, he got seven bins with seven types of packaging. Um, and that was, you know, getting on 40 years ago. So we are way behind. So we need to change the behavior. Um, and my, my, I suppose my insight comes from just very basic observational research, which is, I mean, I, I live between Nace and Newbridge. I litter police, if you like, um, about 600 yards of my road. It's a sort of country road. There's no pavement, so people don't walk down there. It's all cars. And if you, you know, if, if you, if you, if you look at what I pick up, and I do it perhaps once a fortnight, I pick up in 600 yards, both sides of the road, something like, I don't know if you know those big IKEA blue bags. I do, I um, do, I totally do. So they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, I pick up approximately two or three of them every fortnight, and they're full of, I'll, I'll name the brands, so Coke cans, Red Bull, McDonald's packaging, uh, coffee cups from every single yeah. um, you know, convenience. So they're everything. all so, convenience food or takeaway food. Yeah. Is that so, so things that people don't want to leave in their car? Like, I don't want my coffee cup in my car? Absolutely. I mean, you're a medic. I mean, um, believe it or not, I've even picked up a catheter. So what, I don't no idea. You what are joking me. Oh, my word. I've, That's not even hygienic you, for you to pick up. Well, I know, but I know what's going to happen because it's going to stay there. I've had used nappies. I've had the lot. And it's quite disgraceful. So in my more illiberal moments, I do wonder, well, I won't say what I wonder, but I, I kind of go, we need to rethink this. Yeah. We need to give, we need to give people incentives to you know, recycle, dump, whatever you want to call it, their, you know, their waste products efficiently. And I'll give you a very good example. Um, I don't know if you know, but um, yeah, recycling something like a mattress well, I, I tried to do that about a year ago at the dump at Silent Hill on the way to Kilcullen. Any idea how much it cost? No, what no. What do you reckon? Uh, mattress tenner? Nope. Um, at the time, it was 80 euros. To recycle the mattress? Yeah. Good grief. Because apparently, apparently it's a complicated product, and I can understand that. Brings and, and padding and yeah. stuff, yes, okay. 
Now, you know, I, I'm a reasonably, and I have some civic responsibility. Um, you know, I would pay that. Many people wouldn't. So guess what? Guess what happens? Yeah, you get no, dumped in the field and, and, and there's one near me. So if you think about it, if it genuinely costs that, and by the way, I've checked on the website today, for some reason it's gone down to 30 euros, but it's still significant. Um, if it genuinely costs that to recycle it, why on earth are we forcing people to pay when they don't need it? Why don't we force people to pay when they do need it. It's crazy. You know, so if a mattress costs 200 euros, make them pay 240 euros. It's 40 quid in a deposit scheme. If you recycle it in the, in the proper way, it's 30 quid back. So, you know, don't make it free. Give them money back. I mean, we may have a beautiful situation if we introduce something like this. Oh, where I we hear may you. Be talking. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. So, so for example, if, if I picked up uh, in my weekly rounds, um, you know, <laughs> you know, Coke cans and things like that. If I got 50 cents for every single yeah. time um, I recycled it, guess what? I'm quids in. Now, there, there, there's one thing I've never picked up, and that's cash. Well, you know, at the moment, you know, there is no incentive for people to do the right thing. So why not incentivize them? You know, you could very easily, this works in Denmark when it comes to cans. It works in... Yeah, I've seen, and I've seen, and I've actually seen, it, and I'm not recommending this, but I remember being in New York and seeing people who were clearly homeless with very large plastic bags with, full of cans or full of plastic bottles or glass bottles. And they obviously were collecting lots of them, going to bring them back to some repository and we're going to get some money, which, which, you you would like them to have you know you'd like them to have Perfect. the money so so not that you're thinking oh yes let's make the homeless clean up our litter no, but, but, not, but there was kind of a win there on some level for people well there's a really good example a few years ago in um in africa um all the soft drinks used to be in glass and there used to be a micro industry of people collecting up all the glass bottles because there was a deposit on it they changed it into plastic pet bottles and guess what happened there's litter everywhere so clearly incentivizing people works. Now, if it was me, I, I would put a, a, um, a, a tariff. I mean, all, all the things are there. I mean, I used to work in the food industry, FMCG industry. Um, you know, the government or, or agencies of the government already has records of every single piece of packaging in every consumer product, be it, you know, the actual wrapper, be it the carton, be it the pallet, be it the shrink rack, be it whatever. They've got it. They've got how much it uses um, and how much weight is used. You've got a taxation system there. So you could easily say, I don't know, for every Coke bottle, if it costs a quid 50, make it two. There's a 40%, a 40 cent deposit back. We'll keep 10 to administer the screen. You can very easily put, for example, machines. You get them. From, they're in Denmark. They're there. Um, every single convenience store. You put your, you put your plastic bottles or cans back in. You get a voucher back. And what happens is they spend that in the convenience store. You could easily create, you know, for example, charities, bins outside no, convenience store. No, I, I, I totally, totally, no. I totally agree with you. But, but these things, when we talk about them, I suppose the last thing I'll say is they seem kind of obvious. They seem like like re, like like you or I or anybody who puts half a mind to it for ten minutes can come up with a lot of good solutions. Why aren't we seeing them happen? I think I think what you've come down to, you know, let's let's face it. We never thought smoking was going to be banned in this country. It was. It, it needs some people to rethink it. And and you know, I don't like to blame the government because it is us. But government, if a market isn't working, I mean, I'm I'm not for government in getting involved in everything. I believe markets should work for themselves. But if a government isn't working, and this is you know, sort of schoolboy economics, it's called an externality. And what I mean by that is. You know, if if a factory if a factory produces pollution into a river, it, it's got no incentive to clean it up unless the government intervenes to charge yeah. it, and that's what we need to happen. Um, the government needs to set up and make make litter valuable. 
Yeah. We may actually have a beautiful situation in 10 years' time where we're having a call-in about people stealing other people's <laughs> Well, wouldn't, wouldn't, that, that wouldn't that be a win? But look, thank, thank you for that. Thank you for coming on. Uh, loads more, but we're going to have to take a short break. Uh, I also want to hear what you think about bragging parents, and I'll be telling you about our fantastic competition.